Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Baum. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. I'm your host, Claire Bowne of Thinking Museum, and this is episode 53. So today on the podcast, I'm trying something new. I'm starting a new type of episode. This is going to be a short and snappy bite size episode. I know we're all busy and sometimes it can be really hard to find the time to listen to a full-length podcast episode. So from now on, once a month, I'll be sharing a bite-sized episode that will give you a quick win or something to think about in less than 10 minutes. Today, I'm going to share a quick episode that will help you to start defining your personal facilitator style. But before that, last week, I was talking about how you can go from good to great. I shared heaps of ways that you can continue to grow and develop personally as a facilitator and educator. So do go back to listen to episode 52 when you get a chance. And as always, you can support this very show by treating me to a cup of tea on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Claire I'll put a link in the show notes and I'll put some show notes on my website as always, thinkingmuseum.com forward slash podcast. So let's get on with today's show. So I've recently taught a course in my membership program about developing your personal facilitation style. We've had four classes over the last four months and we've covered a range of subjects in our time together. In the very first classes, we explored what our facilitation style is and how we might define it. So today I'm going to be sharing with you an exercise that you can do to make steps to define your personal facilitation style. But before I do that, perhaps just a few thoughts about what a personal facilitation style is and also why it's important. So even if you're just starting out as a museum educator, a guide, a museum teacher or a facilitator you have a style, even if you don't think you do. Your style is the way you show up and also the things that you are known for. It's also about how we see ourselves and how others see us too. So imagine every time we start a tour or educational program with a a group, we're communicating something about ourselves. Your group, your participants will be reading you as you do your job. So it's important that we all spend time thinking about whether our groups are perceiving us as we want to be perceived. And your unique personal facilitation style is what makes you stand out as an educator, as a guide or facilitator, as you draw on your toolbox of techniques, tools and methods, all the experience you have and the experiences you're bringing with you, your own way of connecting and communicating with groups, all of this is what makes you, you. 
It's your USP and how you do it will be different to how your colleagues or your peers do it. So it's about what makes you stand out and uniquely you. And it's really important to know what your particular brand is. Also, self-awareness, so knowing yourself, and self-management, which is when we choose our responses and behavior, are so important for our work. These form the foundations of emotional maturity. They give us more stability and make us more effective at what we do. Knowing your own personal style of facilitation is part of this. And when you facilitate as yourself, you can connect better with your audience and design and lead more engaging experiences. Now, it's important to note too that your style will change and grow as you change and grow. So my style is not exactly the same as it was 10 or even five years ago. But whether you've been doing this for years or you've just started out, it's never too late to do some work on defining your personal style. So let's do a quick exercise now to help you to define your personal facilitation style. So go and grab a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil. We're going to do a quick brainstorming exercise. Now, you may want to pause this episode to complete this task. You may want to come back to it later if you're out walking or running or driving, but you'll need about five minutes to complete it. You'll need a fresh piece of paper or start a new page in your notebook. In the middle of the page, write personal facilitator style. Now, you are going to brainstorm and write as many words as you can about your style. And the aim is to go for volume here. So write down as many words as you can. Set yourself a timer for three minutes and think about what words you can bring onto this page. So they could be your own thoughts about your style, but they could also be from feedback or comments that you've had from your peers, from your managers, from your visitors, from your participants. So write down as many words as you can around the page and keep writing. Don't stop to judge or think too hard about the words you're writing. You can write down each word or phrase on the paper or you can use a post-it if you want. And post-its are great for the next step because they're quite easy to move around and you can draw or you could draw lines and connections. So get started with the brainstorming and give yourself three minutes. Now, the next step after you brainstormed your words is to group words together. So what I want you to do is to highlight and seek out any words or themes that stand out to you. Are there any themes that come up? Or what words or combination of words really show your style, your uniqueness? So group your words together. If you've used post-it notes, you can move them around. Or if you've written the words, get some nice colourful pens and use colourful lines to connect them. Now, the final step is to reflect on what you wrote and any themes that came about. So what themes can you spot on the page? 
What did you find interesting or challenging about this exercise? And finally, what insights does it give you about your unique facilitator style? Now, I'd also recommend doing this exercise with a group, with a group of colleagues, perhaps. And if you do it together, you can share the themes and words that come up for each of you and share your word clouds together. And this may give you more inspiration so that you can add to your brainstormed list of words. So that's it. This is the first step towards defining and developing your personal facilitation style. Now, you can revisit this exercise every year or sooner to see what has changed and to see how you've grown over the past few months. So, what did you think of our new bite-sized episode? A useful tip handy information, things that you can do in less than 10 minutes. Let me know what you think. You can share your thoughts in our Facebook group, The Slow Looking Club, or you can share your thoughts with me via Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. Just look for Thinking Museum. And I'll leave it there for today. Thank you for listening. That's it for this week. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram, at Thinking Museum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.